Welcome to Jesus Culture, where we discuss Jesus and His Word at the intersection of culture. Welcome to Jesus Culture. Uh, we will be discussing a, a very controversial topic today, and actually, we're going to be doing this for a few episodes. I'm going to have uh, panel guests on in the future. I'm really excited about that. But we are discussing the topic of CRT, or otherwise known as critical race theory. Um, everyone from former President Donald Trump to uh, religious leaders um, to many Christians and people I go to church with are very, very concerned about this, this new theory that's going to destroy America. And so I really want to take a look at that. Um, I really uh, I do realize that uh, there's, there's a lot of concern and there's a lot of problems that uh, might be um, a result of some of the misinformation that we have because it is causing a division in our, in our country and the churches and so on. And I think a lot of it is due to um, unwarranted fear, but there are some issues we need to understand here, especially as believers. So I really do hope you stay with us um, and think through this topic with us. When we come back, we will be talking about critical race theory. back to Jesus Culture. Um, as I said, we are talking about critical race theory today, and um, I really hope that it's, it's uh, informative for you. Um, I, I, I basically want to take a look at it from a couple different angles. It's, it's, I want to look at its positives today. I want to look at its negatives today. I want to look uh, at how we possibly can learn from it and what we need to do as believers. Um, Unfortunately, there is a lot of misuse of CRT or misuse of how it is used, particularly with the racial battles that are going on in our country. Um, matter of fact, one article wrote this. Um, he's talking about a conclusion of CRT. And I actually feel it's a false conclusion um, because really CRT doesn't speak to us uh, in the way that he states it, but he states it in a very satirical way. He says, the conclusion of CRT is that a majority of white churches that don't have black leadership are racist, but if they do have black leadership, they may be racist because they are tokenizing blacks. But if they have a black man they believe is gifted and they want to send him to a Bible college, after that man uh, gets done with Bible college, if he comes back to the white majority church, and the white majority church keeps him for their own, they could be guilty of racism for holding talent in the white community and not sending it out to the black community. But if the black man comes back afterwards and they send him back to the black community, it's proof of racism because they don't want to be under black leadership. So what this guy is basically saying is we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. And I think a lot of people feel that way because I think you have a lot of fringes and you have a fringe on the left and the fringe on the right. As a matter of fact, there's been studies done that actually show that social media is the is, is the really the monster that seems to make the left... Um, in, in some of these outrageous um, calls for our culture to be um, the problem. And, and then you have the, the crazy uh, religious right or so on that uh, they're dominating the right. In reality, the studies have shown um, neither side really dominates. Most people are somewhat in the middle. 
And I, I think that needs to be stated and stated over and over again that what you see on social media, what you see in the news is, is just that. It's just sensationalism. It sells. They need to do that. So uh, keep that in mind as you're reading your articles and, and seeing your news feeds at CNN and Fox and Newsmax or wherever you're watching and listening to because bottom line, they are trying to sell tickets. <laughs> they want you to listen and it's, it's you know, sensationalism sells, um, truth does not. So that, that's a very important point here that we need to understand. What I want to do really quickly is look, you know, what is CRT? I mean, there's so much out there. Um, and I, I just want to look quickly at what it is. Um, it, it's really, um, it's, a, it's a newly developed theory. Um, it comes out of what's called critical theory, um, which is a uh, revised theory um, from Karl Marx. So a lot of people see critical race theory as a Marxist idea. And some of the leaders, of course, in Black Lives Matter and so on are avowed Marxists. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Um, but does that negate everything about the theory? Does that negate everything that, that might be true um, that's stated? And I think one of the things we need to be clear on as believers and understand is we can learn from um, the culture. Um, I don't have the quote with me, but uh, it's one of my, f my favorites is Calvin basically saying that all truth is God's truth. And then if we, um, if we eschew knowledge that comes from pagans, as he states it, we might be shutting off the Holy Spirit speaking to us. I mean, my gosh, God has used donkeys to speak to men. Um, he can speak through anybody. And I think part of this is an arrogance, an arrogance of the church to shut something down without really truly understanding what the other person believes. And I think that's true of any disagreement. Um, I, I know many people that I've been um, talking about with this, they, they are um, adamant against CRT, and yet they really haven't read anything on CRT except from their own favorite authors that tell you it's really evil. So I... You know, I always tell people to read deep and wide. We need to read deep and wide. We need to understand um, even what our enemy is 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 um, doling out. And I, I just don't think we take the time to do that. I think we take the time to look at, I guess, 250 characters now on Twitter or something that CNN put out or, or um, uh, Fox News put out, and that's it. That's all we do. And, and to, to me as believers, we're supposed to be people of the truth, and we do not take the time because we know it all. Um, that is problematic. Um, that is very problematic. So I, I would encourage you to look deeper into this. And actually, no matter who you're disagreeing with, um, instead of walking away, instead of taking your ball and going home, instead of quitting and saying, I'm no longer going to talk to that person, um, maybe uh, finding understanding is a better way to, to deal with that. Maybe the world would be a better place. Um, you know, I, I can think of that um, psychologist that spoke at Yale a, f a few months ago. And um, it, was a, it was a horrible speech. And her thing was uh, basically she's ridding herself of white people in any relationship she has with white people. And she fantasized of going down the street and killing white people. This was a psychologist teaching at Yale. Great stuff, right? And, of course, the, the right really reacted to that. How horrible is that? How, how unloving is that? How divisive is that? And then in a sense, we do the same thing. Um, we cut ourselves off from people we don't like or people that don't act like us, don't look like us, and then we are experts on what they think. Um, that is a problem. 
And so we're no different than she is. Um, she just happens to be on the far left. She's that radical left I'm talking about, which I believe in the studies say is about 6% of the population, uh, even though our tabloids would make it seem like she's 90% of the population, which is just really not true. So first, what is CRT? What does it believe? Well, CRT, as I said, is relatively new. Um, uh, really, it was really formulated in the 70s and 80s when the civil rights movement it kind of waned and there wasn't much of a change and they started looking at what is the problem and there were some major good things that happened on the civil rights movement. Uh, we had the Equal Rights Amendment. There's a lot of things that happened positively, but um, many uh, academics did not think it was moving at the rate they should. Uh, and so they started looking, um, in a sense, underneath the issues. And, um, and, and look deep into American culture, uh, the way our history was taught, and the way our law systems are set up. As a matter of fact, it really started with um, looking at law language. Um, um, people like Richard Delgado and um, uh, Jean uh, Stefancic and Kimberly Crenshaw um, were looking at how uh, language and um, aspects of the systems are purported and, and looked at those and, and, began, and, and saw three basic tenets, three um, general, uh, I think, um, tenets of CRT. Um, and the first one is that racism is uh, ordinary, not, not aberrational, um, meaning it, it, it's embedded in the systems. It's not just something that's outright. I think a lot of people look at racism as something that somebody does. So, you know, obviously the Ku Klux Klan, they're racist because they go burn a cross or they use uh, derogatory terms for people they don't agree with. Um, that's, those, are, those are individual acts. And, and biblically, of course, we know those, those are something, I mean, sin is something we individually do. But the systemic issue is a harder one. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And I, I'm not sure why. The Bible has a lot to say this about systems. As a matter of fact, 1 John 2.15 says, Do not love the world or the things of the world. Um, and yet, in John, the same author says um, that God so loved the world. So what is he talking about there? He's talking about world systems. There are systems that are deeply embedded in every culture. Uh, in, it's embedded in the language. And a lot of things that you know, we may not understand. Um, and, and so I don't think it's that far-fetched to really think that it's possible um, that the, the systems are bad. I mean, think about it, especially from a, a biblical point of view. If there are sinful people, which the Bible says all of us sin and fall short of the glory of God, wouldn't we assume that some of the systems we create are also sinful? I mean, we can look at Marxism, we can look at Hitler, we can look at all these systems and Nazism and say, those are evil. Well, yeah, they were systems, um, and they were found to be problematic. But somehow, the systems we live under and in, they're somehow devoid of that. And I, I really find it odd for Bible believers to think that we actually could have systems that are problematic. So the first tenet really is looking at the fact that racism is something that's embedded in the systems. Uh, secondly, CRT proposes that white supremacy serves both a materialist interest for whites and a psychic interest for the marginalized working class whites. Um, and so it, it serves the interests of a group. Um, there's, a, um, there's a concept 
that comes out of uh, CRT called interest convergence. It states that most of the advances in civil rights are not due to altruism, actually, rather due to white interests and the interests of people of color converging. Um, there's some interesting studies around that. Um, Brown versus the Board of Education is one of those studies. Um, you know, that was a that was a there was a huge case that allowed integration into white schools. But the question is why. Did after years and years and years of trying to move towards integration, did that happen? And so, was it in the interest of those in power? And that, that's that's really um, what interest convergence means, and um, reflects this this second tenet that that white supremacy or, or white power, however you want to look at that, serves an interest of white. So why would you want to give that up? A third tenet of CRT is that race and races are products of a social thought and relations, not objective, inherent, or fixed, genetic, or biological. Um, thus, racism is caused by socially constructed norms. Um, it is not something that's reasoned out. So the idea is that um, racism looks at a certain group of people as less than. Uh, and in reality, um, that's not a reasoned biological approach. So the, the, the issue here is when you look at people of color uh, or African-Americans or Africans or whoever you're looking at, immigrants, um, do you see them as less than you? And if so, why would they be less than you? And I think, there's, I think that's inherent in a lot of people's thinking in some ways. I, I'm not sure many of us would say that out loud, but, but in, in reality, the way we post on social media, the way... Many of the books are written and podcasts are stated and memes are sent. It does appear that we feel that um, certain people of color are more apt to kill, to rape, to steal, um, to be less educated and so on. And the question is, is that biological or is that something that's a social construct? Um, I think we need to take a long look at ourselves and a long look at our country as we think about those. So those are, those are the, the, the main tenets um, of racism. Um, it's interesting because one of the issues here is that the fear is that this is going to be taught in school and and that what's going to be taught is a revisionist history of America. And, and I'm not sure that's exactly what the CRT authors are asking for, a revisionist in the sense of this stuff never happened and we're going to talk about it. Matter of fact, Kimberly Crenshaw, one of the, uh, I would say, major proponents and early authors, um, um, and I, th I think she's the one that coined the idea of intersectionality, which is a concept within uh, CRT. Um, and she's a you know a brilliant uh, a lawyer and um, and a professor at U uh, UCLA here in California. She said this about CRT and about history. She says simply we're talking about um, a more complete story of who we are. That's her quote. All we're talking about, or simply we're talking about a more complete story of who we are. Is that wrong? Um, many people find that this causes division, or this causes hatred, or so on. But truth is a biblical mandate. If it happened, it needs to be stated. Um, I've heard so many times that if we do not understand history, we are doomed to repeat it. And yet, we want to cut off some things that are true, maybe, about our country. I mean, I grew up believing that, you know, George Washington cut down a cherry tree and never lied and all these things. And it's like, that's not even biblical. Never lied, never sinned, never, he was just this great person. I'm not 
going to go into George Washington, I don't really care. But the issue is, if we have something in our history, why should it be told? Why shouldn't we have a fuller understanding of our history? And that should be the good and the bad and the ugly. Um, we look at other people's cultures and we look at their history. We look at the German culture um, with Nazism. Uh, we go back and look at the Pharisees in the Bible. Uh, it's kind of ironic because some people on the left would say, well, you're, you're racist, you're anti-Semite because you're saying the, the Pharisees were bad people. No, that's not true. That's, that's crazy. That's a crazy side on the left because just because I believe Nazism is wrong and it was a horrible time does not mean all Germans are Nazis. Um, and so when you look at our history, there's some really heinous things to, that, are, that, are, that are true about it. And I, th I think we need to understand some of those things. I mean, you look at things like the Three-Fifth Compromise or the Indian Appropriation Act, the 1935 Social Security Act, redlining, or even the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994 that has incarcerated more men of color than any country in any time in history. Um, so these are issues that are systemic. They're problematic. And so CRT brings these to the forefront. And, um, and I think part of the, the problem we have is, yeah, it's ugly. We don't want to hear about our families uh, in that way. And, and yet, it's important to understand who we are as people, that we do have a past, um, and yet is a redemption in the future. Um, there are some things of CRT I find useful. Um, I, I see it, first of all, as a diagnostic tool, not as a solution. I don't even think it was created for a solution. I think it is to diagnose issues of systemic issues. Um, it has unearthed inequities and in racial hierarchies that they're, they're systemic and damaging. Um, differential racial, racialization, interest convergence remind us that because of our own self-serving mechanisms for survival, we're, we are greedy. We're self-serving and we look to our own interest. That's why Philippians 2 has to tell us to not look to our own interest. Um, again, we, we see so much of the Bible telling us that we have problems with division. We have problems with our self-interest. And yet we think our systems do not. I don't understand why. Because they do have issues. So CRT helps unearth some of those issues. Um, there's no doubt that many of our racial advances in America in the past 60 years are due to liberal white interest rather than altruistic motives. Um, so things have changed. Yes, people will say that. Aren't things better? Yes, they have. But the question is why? Um, has it been in the interest of those that really do hold power? Um, I also think there's a need for a form of revisionist history or at least a complete history. Um, a lot of our history books do not do a very good job of creating the narratives. They leave a lot out. Shouldn't we know the, the, really the good things and the, and the negative things and the complications that make up human nature? Because we are complicated. And that's true of the issues that have happened in our country. Um, you look at slavery. Um, this is something that I think people need to understand, not only the slavery in our country, but the slavery in the world. Um, I, I do wince at the idea that America is the most racist country in the world. I travel all around the world. I've been to many, many different countries, and I can tell you that is not true. Um, and so those are some of the things that come out of social media and the memes that are aggravating. But they, they shouldn't stop us from um, doing due diligence into the issues 
um, they're systemic possibly in our own country. And I think that's one of the problems. We see the overuse, the misuse of CRT and the misuse of racial issues in our country, and then we feel that we have the right to discard the issue. And I, I, that's unfortunate because there is misuse. No, America is not the most racist country in the world. It's a silly statement, okay? I'm not going to name the countries, but I can tell you that is a fabricated lie. The fact is, slavery was a major part of the world it, um, back then. It was a major part of the African continent. Um, there was all kinds of issues of slavery. That does not get us off the hook of the slavery in the history of our country. But that's the facts. And so we need to understand historically both of those. Because revisionist history would tell us one or the other. Revisionist history would say, well, um, you know, that the, 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 we're the most racist country in the world, or uh, that we're going to cut that part out. That's a revisionist history also. Um, how bad it was. Well, you know, it wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, I literally know some religious leaders, Christian leaders, that looked to um, men that supported slavery in the South and, you know, want to bring out, you know, look, look what the good they did for our country. Um, that's probably true. And we need to know that. But we also need to understand and know that they also did some things for our country that really are sinful and were evil and were bad. And we need, to, we need to own up to that, and that's important. Um, so there is a need for some aspects. But I wouldn't even call it revisionist history. I would call it complete history um, because much of the history we've been taught is, is a little weird. Um, so subsequently, many Americans are blinded to American history, and they kind of have a jingoistic understanding of its history and politics, leaving many people nostalgic but immune to the truth and incapable of dialoguing around the issue of race and injustice in America. We defend very fast. We are, we are knee-jerk reaction if someone says something about racism. Um, rather than thinking about it and looking into our history and acknowledging that, um, and that's important. And so one of the issues, I think, with CRT that's problematic is that it assumes that everyone at all times is racist. As a matter of fact, I've read so many books on this, and some of the books um, purporting um, positive CRT uh, are very aggravating because um, one ends the book with, well, we're always going to be racist, but we keep on working on it. So there's no redemption. Uh, you can never be redeemed. You're always a racist. Um, that is not true. I do not believe that every white person is a racist. As a matter of fact, the binary that CRT creates is a problem. The binary being good and evil. So people of color are good and people and white people are evil. That is not a biblical concept. And so we need to understand that also. That is not biblical. The Bible says all is sin and falls short of the glory of God. We are all sinful. We are all, in many times, hateful. We are all prejudiced. Um, I do agree that true racism is prejudice plus power, and whites have had power in our country. And so CRT moves to show that the systems were created for, in a sense, white supremacy. And I don't think that can be denied. Look at our founding fathers. Look at those in power through the years. It's predominantly white men. And it's really hard to escape that, I mean, in reality. It's hard to escape the inequity of, uh, of funds in our country and many things like that. And you go, well, what, what caused that? And it goes back to this idea, is it, is it caused because people of color are less educated? 
less ha have less ability or so on. I, I think we need to think deeper and longer. And I think that's one of the things we will pick up as we continue with this series. Because we need to understand that if we're all created in the image of God, we all have the ability to, in a sense, um, be like each other. Um, cultures are different, but I do not hold to this idea that people of color are less than whites in any form. Um, and, and yet there's, there's issues of inequity. Why are they there? I think we should think about that. I think CRT can help us with that. But at the same time, it creates this um, very weird binary that all white people are oppressors and all people of color are oppressed and therefore they're good. That is something that needs to be debunked. That is a problem um, for sure. A CRT is a good interpretive tool, but it, it, is, it does create what um, one author calls a hermeneutic of suspicion. It's divisive and it's skeptical and it leaves us in more of a, in a hyalistic despair because there, there is no redemptive story out of CRT. Um, it purports a sort of morality without a foundational basis by which it can be judged, right or wrong. And so a lot of people see this and they say, well, look at the division it causes. Look at the problems. Yes, there's no doubt. Uh, some of the divisions needed because any time you cross power bases, is going to be division. Um, it, it wasn't easy to take down Nazi Germany, that's for sure, in many, many of those issues. Um, and so, yes, it, there's some division. And no, there's no redemption. There is no redemption in any plan but God's plan. This is where the gospel should be able to step into um, and, and speak to. Because the Bible says much about the oppressed, much about injustice. Uh, we, are, we, are, we are called to walk with God in a way and walk justly and walk righteously. The Bible is full of those words. And yet, the church is known as... The, 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 the entity that's against dealing with injustice. And I think one of the reasons why the church picks that or seems to be that is because we want to reject CRT. We want to reject organizations like Black Lives Matter, um, which do have problematic issues. But just because some of the organizations pointing to injustice may have problems does not negate the problems. It does not give us a pass at all. As a matter of fact, I heard a sermon a couple weeks ago, and I really appreciated the way this person stated it. And he was talking about working, you know, uh, bringing the gospel to the world and working with the poor. And he used the term that Jesus' love was an adoptive love. And, and, and I know, of course, we have the idea that we're adopted. The adoption is well into the New Testament. But I really love that term because what he said is, Jesus didn't cause any of the problems in the world, yet he took on all the problems in his body. Um, that's, that's an incredible thing. Christ took on the world's sin and yet did not sin. He didn't cause any of the problems, but he took on the problems. He adopted the problems. And I find too many Christians want to blame everyone else or state that, you know, this is not my problem. I didn't cause these. I'm not a racist. Well, does that really matter? Shouldn't we adopt the issues? Doesn't God call us to acting justly um, and work against injustice if it's truly there? Um, and I think the thing that CRT does is it shows, it kind of shines the light on injustices, and, and yet has no answer. It's it's a it's problematic because of that. But we, because CRT has a problem, should not shut our doors 
as godly people to care about those that are in, that have been acted unjustly against. Um, I have many brothers and sisters of people of color, and what they hear, whether it's true or not, is I don't care. I don't care. Uh, CRT is evil. Black Lives Matter is Marxist. I don't care. Um, I, I see so much from Christians and memes and social media about border issues. Now, border issues is that's about the politicians have to worry about border issues. But the Bible calls us to care for the sojourner, love the sojourner, not just look at them as criminals and rapists and thugs and thieves, but to care about them, to love them. Um, we have brothers and sisters that are hurting. Many of my um, friends that are people of color uh, have struggled with how their lives have gone because of, if nothing else, their perceptions of um, injustice and oppression. And for us to pass that off as it's not true, um, it's sad. It really is sad. We are called to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those that weep. And we don't want to weep with our brothers and sisters that are weeping. We want to tell them they're wrong and they should shut up and become normal, quote unquote. Um, and that, that's a problem. And that's sad that we have this, this attitude towards our brothers and sisters that, that have struggled mightily um, with, with issues of injustice in their own lives. And they've seen it. Um, but we feel we have the right to pass it off because CRT is um, a, a Marxist ungodly idea or Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization. Um, I don't think we have that right. Uh, we can say truthfully that yes, there's Marxist elements. Yes, here's the problems with CRT. Yes, here's some problems with um, the organization called Black Lives Matter. But that does never, that does not get us off the hook. I don't believe in God's eyes to care about those that are marginalized. And so I hear so many different things um, about it, you know, that it causes division and so on. Um, and it's, it's entitled um, and it causes grievances. Yeah, it does um, sometimes. And sometimes those things have to happen. There's grievances in the Bible. Um, and, you know, one writer said that, that the problem is not uh, racism, the problem isn't um, the injustices, the problem, or the problem, excuse me, the problem isn't systemic issues. Uh, the problem is uh, sin. It's like, that's irrelevant. Of course it is. Of course it's sinful. That same author wants to say there's no systemic evil, there's no evil at all, but then he says later on in the same book that groups are evil. Of course they are. If we individually sin, then yes, we are also sin in groups, and we will create systems that work towards our best interest. I don't know why that's hard to understand. There's principalities. And what he says in the book is that basically, well, those are that's Satan working. Yes, yes, yes. And who does Satan work through? He works through the, our, our sinful selves. Um, he is the ruler of this world, we're told in Scripture. So obviously, the, the systems are going to be satanic. So ultimately, yes, it's satanic. But it's the systems that we have to deal with. We don't know where Satan is in the room. We do know where some unjust people might be, or unjust laws, or unjust whatever. 
So these are, to me, are just really weird arguments that I consistently hear. Um, and that this book that I'm reading on social justice not being biblical justice says wealthy nations, he's, he's satirically, not satirically, he's saying that CRT is saying wealth, wealthy nations acquire their riches, have, excuse me, acquired their riches through colonialism, greed, and rapacious capitalism. They game the system at the, extents of, at the expense of the poor. Now, he's saying this like, that's what CRT is saying. That is what the, the crazy social justice warriors are saying. Um, I'm sitting there going, that's not true? Nobody, uh, the nation, through slavery or anything, didn't require or acquire their riches through um, colonialism, greed? Um, really, these are, I thought, biblical things. Um, greed does cause this problem. Um, the prophets, and we're still kind of loosely going through Amos, is clear that yes, people do that. Um, they cause problems by their greed. And if you have power and you're greedy, obviously you create systems that work to your best interests. Um, and then he says, poverty isn't ultimately rooted in unjust systems, but in satanic deception at the uh, uh, at the level of culture, uh, well, yeah, all, yeah, satanic deception. But where's that deception? It's in the systems. Um, he also writes this: ideological social justice is based on the belief that evil and injustice are the product of dominant groups who create systems and structures which marginalize others and promote their own interest. Yeah, he's he's saying this isn't true. I I, I can't read the Bible and not think that, yes, this is a problem. Humans do create systems and structures which marginalize others and promote their interests. I mean, what's Bernie Madoff? I mean, it's, it's all over the place. Uh, Nazism is a system of injustice. Um, and to think that we have nothing in our culture that's a system of injustice is very strange to me. Um, I am going to have somebody on uh, in a podcast later that is going to disagree with me. And I'm, I'm glad for that. Um, and so, and I really hope to talk to some of you through comments, through my email, uh, whatever you want, because I know many who will listen to this will say, Mike, come on, you're just, you're just falling into this weird white guilt or this, this weird social justice system. It's not biblical and so on. And again, I just want to state that I am not sitting here saying that the, every aspect of the social justice movement is a biblical movement. As a matter of fact, I, I've already shown where it can be very problematic. It has a weird binary. Um, it has some very weird conclusions. Um, yes, it's problematic, but that does not mean that there are systems that aren't that need more work. Has America gotten better in my years? Um, yeah, I mean, sure, absolutely. Uh, there, there is no more slavery. There's no more Jim Crow laws. There's many laws that have changed to help people of color, obviously. But when you look at the fabric of the country from all the way to our founding fathers to now, we are still predominantly run by, uh, you know, basically white men. Does that make it evil? Does it make them all evil? No, it does not. And one thing I want to make clear, too, is that while many in the critical race theory side of things might look at white people and say they are the ones and they're all evil and they're all racist and so on, I'm not one of them. Um, I think that's, that's a false binary. Um, 
what I would say is systemically, um, the system is for us and by us. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. I remember back in the 90s, FUBU was a company run by African Americans, and FUBU uh, was, you know, athletic gear and, and things of that nature, and FUBU stood for forest bias. And I remember many whites going, that's racist, that's racist. But in reality, the, the American system is FUBU. It's for us and by us. It was created by white men for, in a sense, um, what, was, what was in the best interest for them at that time. And, and so many people, um, believers, are saying, Mike, I, I only care about the Bible. This is what the Bible says. And it's like, I, I don't look at men's um, writings and that sort of thing. Okay, that's cool. Um, I, I would say that's probably not true. Um, and, of course, bottom line, Scripture should guide us. And it should guide, guide the left and the right. The, the gospel should cross both the liberal and the conservative. Um, but unfortunately, we usually see the other as evil and we're good because we all have that bi binary. But it's interesting to me that many Christians love the First Amendment. They love the Constitution. And um, last time I checked, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, Peter, none of those guys wrote that. Uh, that's a human document. And it seems all too many times it is being treated as some, some a document that can never be spoken against. Um, it, it's a, a document that is almost on par with the Bible. And I think, in, unfortunately, in some churches, pretty much on par with the Bible. And so when I hear that we're all about the Bible, um, I think a lot of times it's what we think about the Bible, because we don't really know that either. Um, so I, I just want to kind of in this first session, this first time we're talking about CRT, with a reminder that the things that you believe, I pray that you've really, truly looked into this. Because I think a lot of us work off experience. We work off um, uh, some very short articles we've read um, from our favorite podcasters or um, from our favorite newscasters, whoever it is, our favorite preachers. Um, and, the, and the fact is, none of us, none of them, me, me neither, are infallible in our understanding of everything, including the scriptures. So I pray when you bring the scriptures to the debate, you understand the scriptures. I pray when you debate the issues from scripture, you actually know what it is you're debating. Um, because I think many of us are knee-jerk reacting to something that's not as powerful and not as corrupt as you may think. CRT is, was truly created as a diagnostic tool. And it does see that there's systemic issues. And I know that's the biggest issue that people will say that's not biblical. It's like, well, read your Bible. Read the prophets. Um, read Ephesians. When Paul is dealing with the the powers to be, the, the principalities in the air that create the systems that we breathe every day. And to really think that there is nothing ungodly embedded into our own systems, I don't believe is really truly um, depicting a biblical Christianity. So I'm just encouraging you to first read your Bibles. Study your Bibles, not just read them, not just memorize verses. Study it. Understand. Understand its context. And then begin to apply it 
to things like critical race theory. And yes, you will find the problems in critical race theory. But understand critical race theory enough to know that Calvin might be right. There's something there we could learn. What is it? Learn from it and then bring forth the redemptive power of the gospel onto that subject. We as the church stand in a place that's an incredible time. Instead of being against everything, we could bring the redemptive element into the solutions that critical race theory or any theory cannot do. The biggest problem with critical race theory and Marxism is it only can tell you what is wrong. It has no idea why it's there and their solutions are woeful. We have a chance to be redemptive. We have a chance to show them the glory of the gospel, the thicker gospel, the greater gospel that God wants everyone to know. The gospel that God does care about injustice. God does care about racism. God does care about the poor. So instead of just being against everything and critical race theory, maybe we can be for what God's for. And love those, even those that disagree with us. My gosh, Jesus said, you know, everyone, anyone can love those who love them. He said, but I tell you to love your enemies. And yet, I find the most hate, the most division, the most destruction coming from social media and friendships within the church. That ought not to be, my friend. And it's a sad, sad thing that we have brothers and sisters that are now... Um, estranged from one another and hate one another because they are on opposite political spectrums. Mm -mm -mm. That has to be grieving the Holy Spirit. We are not to divide over politics. We can debate, we can dialogue, we can have different opinions, but to divide and to hate one another is unbiblical. So I pray you stay with us. I pray you listen to this. I'd love to hear your comments. And um, we are going to be talking about this a little bit further down the road. I do have a couple of panels, a couple of uh, men and, and, and so on that are going to come on and speak to this. Um, just in general as well as specifically. Um, I'm, I'm excited about what we have coming. Um, we will continue in our series in Amos also, in a loose-based Amos uh, that I, I do believe has a lot to do with the injustices of a, of a particular culture. And um, so, yeah, stay with us. I really hope you do. Um, and thank you for listening to this. God bless and have a great day.